blessing, give God all the glory and the honor. Just another day that God has blessed us to see. We do worship and praise and magnify the name of the Lord. Amen. I thank God for everyone here in the house of the Lord. To our Elder Raleigh, our, my wife, Evangelist Lady Walker, our Evangelist Lucky. I had a special request for her today to, because God knows. I didn't know, but God just said, just say it. You know, the important thing about God, when, 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 when you're in a conversational relationship with God, I ain't talking about asking him for stuff. I mean, when you can conversate with God and you don't mind pouring your feelings out, God, I ain't got nothing to hide from you. I mean, a conversation with God where God already knows everything about us. Even things I won't tell you about myself that I won't even share with my wife sometimes. Things you won't share with anybody. But this is the kind of God we serve. He already knows about an elder. But sometimes he just wants you to recognize him and tell him about all your problems. Those times you pulled on the side of the road and had to cry because nobody understood you. My God. Those times when, when, when you laid in your bed and he said, is my body ever going to get well? See, God already knows all about it. But, 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 but the conversational relationship brings you to the point with God that God can know exactly what you need. Because you brought it to his attention. And when you, when you, when you bring things to God's attention, guess what he does? He honors the request. But sometimes we can't be too ashamed and too bashful. God, I can't tell you about my, all my mess-ups. I can't tell you about hidden desires I had. He want to know so he can set you free from it. See, that's the conversational relationship. Oh, my God, why am I going here? Sometimes when, when, when people start dating before they get married, uh, they don't tell their, 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 their fiancés they're intended to be so all the stuff that they've been through. Uh-huh. But then after they get married, it all comes out in the wash. Oh, Jesus. And, 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 and they'll, they'll say, well, if I knew that, I would have never married you. But God don't do you like that. You can tell God about everything you've been through, all your mess-ups, all your problems, the things you know you shouldn't have done, and God still says, I want you. Because he loves you like that. He said that I will take the sins that you went through, cast them into the sea of forgetfulness so that he will never remember it, his own self. God is the only one that will wipe your slate clean and give you a new start. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. We talked about the promise in Sunday school. Let me give you a promise in case you didn't know. Everything you've been through and thought you messed up on, if you are still alive, you are in God's promise. It's just that plain and simple. It's not difficult with God. It's not difficult. It's just that plain and simple. I don't care if you murder somebody, you still here. God says you still have promise. You still have a promise. You still have a promise. You still have a promise. Tell somebody you still got a promise. 
Still got a promise. Amen. We bless God. Still got a promise. Still got a promise. Mother, you still got a promise. I'm trying not to pick with you. I'm trying to leave you alone, but, but that wouldn't be me, would it? <laughs> it wouldn't be me. It wouldn't be me. I cut up in the hospital with Mother a while back. I tried to get the whole family in trouble, Sister Pat, your sister and brother. I was telling her to take her out, buy clothes, and make sure she goes shopping. I was going to drop one on, but I know they didn't want to hear Mother Mark. But I remember you said, I told, I told Lady Walker, I said, I said, I was going to drop the heavy one on that Mother Mark wanted the car, but I left that one alone. Because they might have put me out of Mercy Hospital. But it's, it, I, I'm going to get it in. I'm going to get it in. I got to wait for the rest of them, Horace and, and Vanessa, and I, I'm going to wait for all of them to get around so they can even it out. But Mother Mark, we thank God for you being here. Amen, 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 amen. We thank God for you. We thank God for you. Amen. Our senior member of Messiah Temple. How about that? Amen, amen. That's promise right there. My God, my God. My God, if you want to be 80 and good looking, there you go. Amen, amen. I told her I was going to pick with you. you she, she know me. She know me. She been know. Hello, Mother Mark been knowing me since I was 18 years old. So she, I had hair back then. <laughs> since I was in high school. But I told her I was going to pick with Mother Mark with her beautiful green dress on. Amen. You know, uh, 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 before some of y'all leave, just, just rub up against her green dress. It feel good. It feel good. It feel good. It feel good. We bless God. We bless God. I thank God for everything, every victory, the test, every trial, every blessing that God has brought our way. Amen. I'm still rejoicing in 2020. This is my first message of the year. Elder, you, my God. I'm trying to think what the word was last week. Prayer. Uh, what was it, Elder? He can't remember either. <laughs> That's because he preached it. He preached it. He free. We go, it's gonna, Holy Ghost is going to bring it back. We're going to have it. Before I sit down, we're going to have it. Okay. Covenant prayer. An, covenant prayer. Answered in praise. Amen. 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 Because Elder, he was all in my messages from this week and, and next week. And, and, uh, but I thank God for the word. Amen. It did, it did me good. Amen. I don't know about you, but I, I need the word of God. And, and and we're going to talk about the word of God a little bit on today and uh, just how good God is. How many of you remember the thought I gave you last week? <laughs> it's okay. I say it's okay because God changed it a little bit. So <laughs> either way, you wouldn't have had it. You wouldn't have had it. But if you would have got a part of it, you would have been in good company. But we bless God. Let's look at 1 Timothy. I'm sorry, 2 First Timothy, yes. First Timothy, the sixth chapter, verses twelve through fourteen. First Timothy, chapter six, verses twelve through fourteen, and and as we go through this year and 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 so many things that are coming up, uh, we want to definitely be on one accord together for the glory of God. 
so that the enemy doesn't creep in in any kind of way. We want to give no space to the devil for his tactics and his plots and his schemes. So we want to be on one accord in all that we do. And as I was talking in the business meeting on yesterday, you know, even if all you got is a hand wave, wave your hand, all service. If all you got is a hand clap, clap your hands. But be on one accord with something in the service so God can bless you. Amen. First Timothy chapter 6, verses 12 through 14. And verse 12 reads, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. I give thee charge in the sight of God who quicken all things and before Christ Jesus who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession that thou keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable, until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And the thought I gave you on last week was built for the battle. And as I began to study, I couldn't write it down. And because it, as God began to minister and I began to meditate, he allowed me just to change it a little bit. And he made it personal. Built to win your battle. Mm -hmm. Because if you're built for a battle, you could be in anybody's mess. If you're built for a battle, you could be taking on things you don't need to be taking on. If you're built for a battle, you're in a fight that you probably shouldn't even be fighting. But on today... Uh, you're built to win your battle. Uh, there's something about uh, building to win in your battle. There's something about building to win in your battle when everything has come against you and you don't know which way to turn, but, 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 but I, I find myself that I'm building things to win in this battle. Uh, right now, uh, going on in, in, in our city, in our state, in our country, even in the world, uh, 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 there's a powerful war going on. And people are afraid of the war. Uh, uh, yeah, there's going to be rumors of wars and wars and, and chaos and destruction is going to happen uh, at the blink of an eye and the spur of the moment. And, and people are fearful and, and they don't know which way to turn. But one thing I can guarantee you is that if you put your trust in God... Everything will be all right. Mm -hmm. uh, war and chaos will be all around you. But as long as you stay with God, everything will be all right. Even with the carnage and all the destruction that's going on around us. And uh, I, I, I begin to uh, uh, share with the, uh, 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 those in the business meeting on yesterday. And, and they begin to talk about changing the time for watch night service. And, and I begin to smile a little bit, Sister Cheryl, because uh, someone had asked me about it uh, before it was mentioned in the business meeting. And, and I begin to inquire. And, you know, they said, well, people are going to be out shooting uh, around midnight. And, and I said, okay, well, I said, but, it, you know, it just me, just me, just me, just me. Uh, I'm not saying it won't change, but, but I serve a God who is able to keep me from falling. Uh, I believe that uh, if I'm out praising God and, and if I'm in the right place and walking upright and trusting and believing God, he'll keep me when I come to church uh, on a watch night service. Uh, if God can keep me for 364 days, uh, I'm sure he can do it for one more. Well, uh, let me drop 
about this on you. Every now and then, uh, I go out early in the morning to go to work, uh, and I ain't got no fear about going out. I have my prayer and my meditation, and I bless God that he keep cover wherever I go at. Uh, and if I'm about to do some work for man, uh, what about the work I'm doing for God? Uh, why should I fear and worry about something that hasn't even happened or will not happen because we're walking upright with God? A gunman can walk in the church right now and kill us all. At five minutes to one. And it, 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 it made me laugh. I wasn't like Sarah laughing. You're going to have a baby and she laughed. But I laugh because laughter is medicine for your soul. Uh-huh. See, every now and then, we got to let God be in charge. We get to the point where church is put always on the bottom. We forget about church. We make church secondary. We don't give church all that it should. And it's not the church. It's God. Everything comes before God. I don't even know why I'm going this way right now. But it's 2020. And all the stuff that went on in 2019, it need to be dead. It need to be dead. One Sunday in this year, I'm going to preach a funeral on a Sunday morning. And we're going to bury the issues. We're going to bury the hang-ups. We're going to bury the problems. We're going to bury the attitudes, uh, and we're going to do the obituary, and I'm going to bring some dirt in here, and I'm going to throw it on this carpet. Mm -hmm. So it can be symbolic so you see how it looks to cover it up. Because we need to get rid of it. We need to get rid of it. God is still in control. And we have to let God be in control. He wants to be in control. And we have to let him be in control. This is not the time to faith out. Your faith should be getting stronger. Your faith should, your faith should grab hold to things that it's never grabbed hold to before. I thank God for your testimony, Elder. Your faith has got to grab hold to God even when you get the worst of the worst. Even when things come at you that you did not expect at that moment, you've got to allow your faith to activate and grab hold. This is not the time for a pity party. This is not the time for woe is me. This is not the time to cry and boo-hoo. But it's time to activate your faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. You've got to have faith. You've got to have faith. Uh, even when things look impossible, when trouble is on every side, when confusion is all around you, your faith has got to kick in. Because your physical man cannot do it. But faith. Keep the faith when you fall down. Keep the faith when you get scared. Keep the faith when you don't know what to do. Keep 
the faith when you're by yourself. Keep the faith when you feel useless. Keep the faith when you fall down. Because a just man will fall down, but he gets back up. Keep the faith when you're scared. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Keep the faith when you start crying. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. you got to learn how to keep the faith. Keep the faith when you're by yourself. God said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's always by your side. Keep the faith when you feel useless. God said, I'll make you the head and not the tail. Place you above and never beneath. You're not useless if you keep the faith. You're built to win in the battle. Don't quit in the battle. Don't quit in your battle. I know you feel like you're going through and it feels like you're never going to make it. But there's promise on your life. See, everybody in here has a battle that they're going through. Little children, teenagers, adults, our seniors, we're all going through a battle that God has designed us for. Oh, God. But our national mother is going through, she's perfectly designed for that. My God, my God. I love her testimony. How she talk about, and I can almost like, like Pastor Riley would say, I can tell your testimony. How she talk about it. How God left her with seven babies. She was in her 30s and she had to raise them all by herself. And, and the enemy stood up against her just like a brick wall. And you're thinking, what are you going to do? But see, God already equipped you, strengthened you, perfected you, that you would carry a mighty word. If you could handle that, then you can handle this. And sometimes when things come at us, uh, all we want to do is just react uh, in the opposite way uh, of what God is trying to propel you into. Uh, see, God wants to push you to a place uh, that he can use you. Right now, I'm going to say this, uh, but some of us can't be used because we won't allow God to push us. You're gifted and you're talented, but you will not allow God to push you to be built in your battle to win. See, I used to be that way. I knew I was called to preach. I knew I was called to preach when I was 12 years old. Evangelist Marion Jones Sr. told me confirmation. She said, you're going to preach one day a mighty word. But for over 21 years, I didn't do it. When God calls you to do things... He prepares you. And as he prepares you, you have to go through what he's pushing you through. See, the, 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 the spirit of God will enhance everything that you go through if you allow it. Mm -hmm. Let me break that down for you. Some of y'all have been through some things that would have killed other people. Some of you have been so hurt that you should have committed suicide. Some of you have been so broken that you felt like, what's the use to love anybody? But see, the spirit of God is upon you. Mm, my God. See, that's why you're here today. The spirit of God is upon you so that when, when, when you come across somebody else 
that's been that broken, you can minister to them. You can tell them you're going to make it. <laughs> I know the demons are talking to you. I know the spirits are talking to you, telling you to hurt yourself, to, to do damage to your body. I've been there. I know, I, 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 I know the enemy is trying to tell you to take your life by any means necessary. But God is saying, if you allow me to push you through it, you can help somebody else. The scripture says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power. Love and a sound mind. But you got to be built to win your battle. To have that power, love, and a sound mind. Grow and let God increase in you. It's time to grow. It's time to grow. Evangelist Brown told us what, what you said. Put on the, the big, big underwear in Sunday school this morning. It's time. It's time. See, uh, when you, when you still walk in God, thank you. When you still walking in little people underwear, only God. When you still walking in little people underwear, stuff comes out. And it exposes you that you're not mature and grown yet. Because you have not put on the proper garments. Okay, let me take you to Ephesians. Sir. Ephesians says, put on the whole armor of God. That she may be able to stand against the wiles of the, the tactics, the plans, the schemes, the traps of the devil. We got to grow up. I would look pretty crazy with a pair of little boy shorts on and suspenders. And God does not desire for any blame to come to the gospel. But watch this. We're bringing blame to the gospel by being immature. By not allowing God to use us in a mature level. Listen to this. Your battle for victory is the complete embracing of your faith in God through the living word. If you are not embracing the complete faith of God through the living word, you're not getting where God wants you to be. What are you saying, Pastor? Listen to this. This, 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 this blew my mind. You have to become a worshiper of the word. Let me give it to you this way. Think about whatever your favorite song is right now. Now we know the way the music sounds and the beat and y'all be swaying and all this kind of stuff. But remove the music away from it and embrace the word. See, a lot of times we get caught up on the music. Music is the feel. KB, give me some notes. Give me give me give, give me uh give me uh 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 I know what I want, I know what I want, I want, I want. Marvin said, there is none like you. Give me that, give me that. There is none like, give me that. Keep, keep playing that for a while. You can close your eyes and just feel it. And the music will soothe you. How do I know? 
Because when Saul would have a vexing spirit, David would pick up his harp and he began to play and it would soothe that spirit away. Let me go back a little bit further. There was an angel up in heaven. My God. See, y'all think y'all heard some music. You ain't heard nothing yet till you get up in heaven. Lucifer, my God, the worship leader, the creator of sound, of an angelic being. But when you hear it without even the words, it soothes you. You feel it in your spirit. But this is where you got to get it now. When you begin to let the word become worship without the music. That if the music stop, I still got to worship with God. That if the music is no longer playing, that the words will come into my spirit because they're coming from God. That there is none like you. No one else will do. Only God can do the things for me that I need. The words will do exactly what it needs to do without the music. But you have to become a worshiper of the word. You got to fall in love with the word of God uh, in order for your faith to kick in and grow. That's good. That's good. That's good. Listen to this. John 4 and 24 says, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. It's all about the worship of God. It's all about the glory of God. As you worship God, built to win your battle i'm not worried about your battle right now your battle is your battle your fight is your fight I have to stay in a place with God so he can use me so he can get all the glory out of me my battle what I'm going through what I got to come up against the enemies I got to fight the devils that I have to come up against that I got to take a stand against it comes from being obedient to the word of God. You got to be obedient. Listen to this. Obedience to the word of God accompanies you to walk in the spirit and in truth in your battle. See, when you're obedient to the word of God, the word of God will accompany you in every battle you go through. I don't care if you only know three scriptures. But when you're obedient to the word of God, the spirit will bring in the word of God alive in you. So as you go through your test and trial, the word of God will go before you. Elder told about it on last week that the worshipers went out before the battle. Watch this. The word of God goes out before the worshipers that go out before the battle. So when the word of God goes out, it goes out to do battle. Jesus told Satan, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Listen to this. Follow the word and walk in victory. Stray from the word and walk in defeat. If you follow the words, you're going to walk in victory. If you, if, you, if you keep the words, you're going to walk in victory. If you stray, if you keep moving away from the word, you're going to walk in defeat. Hebrews breaks it down like this, the fourth chapter, verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, 
piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joint and the marrow is a discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. The word of God can get in places that you never thought you had. Ooh. Where that nasty part is stealing you that you think you let it go until somebody bring it back out. But the word of God can go and tack it my God, like an antibiotic uh, and pull out the germ of sin uh, that would hold you. Uh, it said the word of God is quick. Uh, it'll do it quick if you allow it to work. It says the word of God is powerful. It'll move that thing out of you with power. It says the word of God is sharper. It'll cut you up. Whatever inside. Sharper than a two-inch sword. It, it will pierce to the dividing of soul and spirit. Whatever you got in you, down to the joints and the marrow, is a discerner of thoughts and the intents. Follow the word and walk in victory. Stray from the word and walk in defeat. Many have strayed from the word of God because they don't want the word of God to get them. The more words you miss, the more it shows out that the word of God is not in you. See, when the word of God is in you, your attitude will change. Mm -hmm. I used to have a nasty attitude. People don't know that. You and, remember Crystal in Bible study? We talk, I said, you told you, but I didn't even say nothing. But I used to have a nasty attitude. Alex will cuss you out in a heartbeat. Oh, watch this. This is how God operates. He will take that same nasty tongue hmm, that will say something that shouldn't be said. Uh, he will take coal of the Holy Ghost uh, and put it on that tongue uh, and anoint it, uh, bridle that tongue uh, so that the Spirit of God can fall upon it. Uh, God is not going to put something in you uh, that you need. Uh, it's already in you. He's just going to sanctify it and anoint it and use it wholly for the master's use. I never cussed my parents out because I wanted to keep on living. But I cussed teachers out. I'm going to leave it right there. Like, Pastor, you did all that? Yeah, I did. But that's the thing that God will, where you are at right now, God is okay with you starting there, but just grow and increase. He ain't looking at you like, what are you, he, he, God, 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 God is not going to do you uh, 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 like, 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 like when the sons came before God to present themselves, and here comes Satan, he come walking up there, but he says, say, what are you doing here? But see, God will allow you to come into his presence. He will allow you to walk in too because he can use you for that. Just stay in the battle. Sometimes you got to learn how to battle for your peace. You got to learn how to battle for your joy. You got to learn how to battle for the, for the truth. You got to learn how to battle for kindness. Watch this. You don't have to win the war. 
Because the war is not yours to fight. You just have to be at the battle so God can crown you victorious. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Elder, you had to go to the doctor so you could be crowned victorious. Sometimes we go in there and we don't want to go to the doctor because you don't want to hear what he got to say. But sometimes you got to go in so it can be documented so God can know that I got another one that's wearing a glory crown. Whose report will you believe? I shall believe the report of the Lord. Every time I go through, I go through for my crown uh, to be placed on my head. Uh, every time heartaches come, I'm going through because God wants to show everybody how good a God he is. Don't worry about the war. God's already got victory in that. But he wants you to show up at your battle place. Be a strong warrior in the presence of God. So God can use you for his glory. Every time I go through a battle, God will lift you up higher than you were before. The devil can't hold you down when you stand your ground in your battle. God will lift you up. Turn you around, uh, place your feet uh, on solid ground. Uh, this battle uh, is not even yours, uh, but God is saying, uh, just show up uh, so he can show out. Uh, show up uh, so God can do it. Uh, show up uh, and watch God give you the victory. Watch God do it. Watch God do it. Watch God do it. Let me tell you about the victory. Your victory is yours if you want it. Your victory belongs to you because God already preordained it. Your victory is yours to win in your battle. Watch this. You get to choose who you will serve. Choose wisely in your victory. The scripture says in 1 Kings 18 and 21, how long halt you between two opinions? If you be for God, be for God. But if you be for Baal, be for Baal. Choose you this day who you will serve and your victory will turn around. You think you was defeated, but God is saying not so. Every time you turn around, he keeps on blessing you. Every time you rejoice in God, he'll do it for you. God will make a way out of no way. Build, build a greater battle plan. You gotta have a strategy against the devil. Oh God, uh, if you've been going through uh, and it seems like uh, you're treading water uh, and you can't get uh, to your victory place, uh, you gotta change uh, your strategy. Um, that's not working uh, right now. So what you gotta do uh, is build a better uh, God battle plan uh, so that when the enemy comes uh, with the same old mess, uh, 
Here come the devil messing with my money. Here come the devil messing with my children's. Here come the devil messing on my job. So what are you gonna do? I'm gonna build a better battle plan. If you're messing with my money, I'm gonna give out more. If you're messing with my children, I'm gonna turn them over to God. If you're messing with my body, I go get a gym membership. God is not slack concerning his promise. What he said he'll do for you, he'll do for anybody. It's all about God. Listen to your battle plan. Here's your battle plan. Build a a greater God battle plan. It's not about your conduct or portrayal of your presence in church. Church is just church. It's easy to preach and praise God. Sing and clap your hands inside these four walls. It's easy to do a little dance when the music is going for. It's easy uh, to speak in tongue uh, when you get on one accord. uh, It's easy uh, to say I got the victory uh, when you feel good in church. Um, Church uh, is just church. uh, But uh, we all, for the most part, uh, are saved, uh, sanctified, uh, Holy Ghost filled, um, and got a force field up um, to function inside the church. It's easy in church, but watch this. But a sanctified home, oh Jesus, will deliver you, my God. Whenever you're going through, we have to be real about this thing. Charity starts at home. If you ain't all sanctimonious at home, don't try and be so sanctimonious in the church. Because while you're at home, the dog, the cat, the fish, the bird, the turtle, and the frog should know you got the Holy Ghost and you are saved at home. The dog can't wait for you to go to church. So they finally left. Now I can, now I can wag my tail. Got the dog cringing in the corner, cat hiding in the closet, fish trying to drown itself, the bird don't want to fly, turtle stuck in his shawl, and the frog don't want to hop, because you so mean at home. Be saved at home for real. Be saved at home for real. Church. It's just church. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We'll serve the Lord. We'll serve the Lord. If you got some non-servers in your house, I'm going to tell you how to address that. This blew my mind. I told Lady Walker about it. I broke up a bird fight. I'm serious. I'm serious. I broke up a bird fight on this week, Brother KJ, over there by Readers and Picasso Cuts. Now, he'd been in Picasso Cuts. 
You know what's going on in there. I'll leave it at that. It's a barbershop. I pull up to do my work. And as I get out my van, I'm praising God, worshiping God, listening to Praise 106. And there was a conflict evangelist going on between three black birds. Invest my spirit. I said, this is my area. Y'all gonna get this. I'm not gonna have something disturb my peace where I'm at. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You come up with this drama and this arguing and this noise. So I sat there for a minute. I'm like, really? So three black birds were fighting over a bagel. Did I tell you this story? I told the story. We're fighting over a bagel from Panera Bread. You got to watch God. See, th- this, is, this is how the word will deliver you from anything. Because you allow the word to come in. Three black birds were fighting over a bagel from Panera Bread. And a white seagull came in to get some of it. He tried to do a snatch and grab. And all this conflict and ruckus was going on about 10 feet away from me. That's too close to my anointed area. So you know what I did? And normally, I would let them have it. If it was one bird and he was enjoying his meal, I would let him have it. Rocket Bay just clipped for me, his eyes on the sparrow. If he, if he take care of a sparrow, he take care of me too. That's word. But they had so much confusion. I said, I got to break this up. I went and got my broom and dustpan and I swept it up. And I told him, I said, y'all got to go. When conflict and drama and confusion and disruption and arguing and disagreement and fighting and wanting to kill somebody, show up in your area, you got to tell that conflict it got to go. And stop letting your peace being destroyed. It's too close. We got, we got, we got too much clown feeling that's too close to your peace. Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. How can he leave the peace with you if you allow conflict always around you? You got to move it out. You got to move it out. All this stuff wants to come against your peace. To get you off of the will of God. If I keep my mind on him, he'll what? Keep me in perfect peace. You got to take a not today devil. You got to take a not today devil. When you're driving in your car, you got to take a not today devil. When you walk on your job, you got to take a not today devil. When you're in the market, you got to take a not today devil. Not today, not today, not today, not today, not today, not today. Not today. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. A sanctified wife will make a sanctified husband. Ooh, but we don't want to talk about this. A sanctified husband will make a sanctified wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Because how can two walk together except they agree? You're built to win your battle. Watch this. Your battle plan that's built to win for you is what you learn, accept, 
and yield to in church. Oh, God. If you ain't learning in church, if you ain't accepting in church, if you ain't yielding in church, you ain't making it. Now, I'm going to touch that later on during the year. But in order to learn, you got to come to the place where things are taught. In order to accept, you have to stop refusing. And in order to yield, you have to stop being so stubborn. But we're going to talk about that another time. Practice, participate, and preserve the word in you. You got to practice the word. This is something, Brother Alex, it, 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 it stuck with me for years. You have to participate in the word of God in order for you to get it. You got to participate. I know some people may, and I, I was one years ago, I was like, Ooh, they in Bible study, and I don't know about that. Um, 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 I don't know who built the ark, and I don't know about the, those, those boys that was in the fire and, 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 and the lady that was in the lion's den. I don't know none of that. I know it was Daniel. <laughs> but your participation allows God to reside in you. See, when you say, you know what, I, let's, let's go back to high school. If you're in high school and you never raise your hand and participate, what does a teacher think about you? That you're not learning. So naturally so, so spiritually so. So a pastor, which I'm going to kill that this year too. Everybody going to be a Bible student. I'm just going to call people's names. So the smart thing when you were in high school, you would raise your hand so the teacher would think that you knew the answer. But they would be like, no, um, Malcolm, you didn't raise your hand. What, what's the answer, Malcolm? So that's your opening right there. Hands up, pastor might leave you alone. Hands down, pastor going to get you. All right? That's Bible. Now, you know, y'all know Bible studies is Saturday, right? Okay. Hands up. What's going to happen? Pastor might leave you alone. Hands down. Yeah, thank you, Raven. She know. I'm done. We got a teacher this afternoon. Going to give us some powerful word. But let me give you this last two, last two points. Let the word work in you in your battlefield. In your battlefield, where you're at, what you're battling through, let your word work for you. Fight the good fight of faith and let God do it. Listen to this. You can win your battle. You cannot solve a problem and win the battle with the same mindset that caused it. You cannot solve a problem and win the battle with the same mindset that caused it. Mm -hmm. To win your battle against the adversary and stop those things that come against you, 
The glory of God wants to illuminate in you. You come out of your old ways in God, because we got old ways in God that we won't change. Let God do a new thing to get you to a greater increased level of God. You've got to do something you've never done before to get something new in God that you've never had. And God will really, really bless you. My last point, you have the ability and favor to walk through when you perceive it in your mind and your spirit and everything else will follow. If you perceive it in your mind and your spirit, God will allow everything else to follow and you'll win your battle. I want to keep everyone encouraged that as we go through the rest of the year and we have so many new things that are coming up and services and ministries and we want everybody to be a part. You know, in school they say no child left behind. We don't want no saint left behind. Nobody. We don't want anybody left astray. And uh, uh, I, I, was, I was listening to a preacher and he said, are you a, uh, a gazelle or are you a lion? And every morning at the Serengeti, a gazelle wakes up and it says to itself, I have to be faster than the fastest lion so I survive or I'll die. And the lion wakes up and he says, I have to be faster than the slowest gazelle so I survive. So what are you saying? You got to get into a race and run so you can survive. Whatever comes at you, be strong enough to go forward in God so you can survive. You're built to win in your battle. And this box here, it has these index cards. We're looking for new ministries, thoughts of ministries, things you may want to work in. And if you don't want to come and tell somebody about it, but you had a thought, it's like, oh, they might laugh at me if I stand up and say it, but you know what? The devil is a lie. If something's in your heart and spirit, maybe that's what God has in plan for you. You can write it down on this index cards and put it inside this little box and we're going to look over and pray over it and let God do a work. Because everybody has a great work. Nobody is, there's no big eyes, there's no little U's. Everybody is great in this place. And we thank God for everybody, even children. If you can write you can put something in there. And, and we'll watch God do a great thing in 2020. I told you over at Wilson Park, 2020 adds up to 40. It's the year of exodus. We're coming out of some things. Those things that used to keep you down will no longer keep you down. You're going to exit out of it. So we're going to exit out of the old and into the new and the glory of God. Built to win your battle. Wherever you're at, you're built to win it. And God is going to bring you out if you stay faithful, fight the good fight of faith, and watch God move. Amen. Amen. Standing all over the building, we want to extend prayer. Anyone in need of prayer? That God do a great thing, a blessed thing to cover and keep you 
as you're going through. And one thing about touching and agreeing in the word of prayer, if you, can, if you can perceive it and believe it in your spirit, God can operate and work with that. You just got to believe that God can. You just got to believe and know that God will. You got to believe and know that if you've seen it done for somebody else, then I know God can do it for me too. There's nothing that God cannot do for you. Hallelujah. We give God all the glory, all the honor for the great things he has done. Amen. Continue to hold on to the thought of God built to win your battle. Whatever comes up against you, you're built to win it. Whatever stands in your way, you're built to win it. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. He's a holy God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Glorious God. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. It's yours, it's yours, it's yours. It's yours. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We give God all the glory, all the honor, all the praise for the great things he's done. Amen. Pray that everyone can stay for the youth service this afternoon. Stay and support the youth, the young people. Encourage them. So whatever comes up against them, they have the word on the inside and they too can handle it. And we thank God again for the service. We thank God for everyone being here. Just give God all the glory and the honor. Amen. We're not going to hold you. Give you a little bit of time in between service. And also, uh, remember what we discussed in the business meeting on yesterday. If you go out to get something to eat and service has started, please do not come back in here with food once service has started. We want to honor the house of God.
Amen. Amen. This time we're going to ask everyone to stand. We'll be dismissed by the word of amen. Amen. Amen.